What's up, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. I am your host, Mitchell Manis, alongside co-host Jack Manis. And today you are listening to the 121st episode of the Hogline Podcast. Welcome in. Buckle do up. Look, do you always remember what number we're on? Or do you do you look back? Because I, I, whenever you start to say it, I'm like, oh, wow. What, what number is this? And then you always say it fluidly every time. I remember it. 95% of the time I do look back just to ensure that it is accurate and I did not mess up but this is the 121st episode uh thank you for joining us today uh whatever time you're listening to this uh mm-hmm. good morning good afternoon good evening uh and today Jack and I will be talking about the Super Bowl 55 disappointing matchup uh to say the least it did not live up to the hype that we we made it out to be, or the national media outlet made it out to be. We are the national media. Okay, yeah. So I guess the same that we're one and the same. Yes. Uh, the media did not. It did not live up to the, what the media portrayed it to be. Is what I'm trying to say. And also, in addition to that, we will be talking about some quarterbacks that are on the trading block uh, with their two franchises, and we we've come up with some mock trades that we think that they may be going for. And Jack and I will be doing a little bit of a role play between the GM and GMs of, of the team. So uh, you'll be getting that and, and we'll see. I mean, I think you all, it's no secret who these people are, Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz. So, uh, you know, Carson Wentz, the report came out a couple of days ago that he, that he will be traded in a couple of days. And here we are on February 9th, uh, Tuesday night at 8.08 PM. And he has not been traded mm-hmm. to my knowledge. So, and neither, neither has Deshaun Watson. That may take a little bit longer. But anyway, those are the two quarterbacks that, you know, their, their future looks a little bit murky with the franchise. So we wanted to get into some hypothetical trades for those two quarterbacks. So see what, see what value they could, um, you know, they, they could reel in for their franchise. So we'll get into it. We'll get in with the, core, um, excuse me, Super Bowl 55. It was... Chiefs nine bucks thirty one. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um I guess just right off the jump about the score. Me personally, I didn't think it was as boring as a thirty one to nine Super Bowl would be. I know it was a little disappointed, I agree, but I mean just because it's it's the Chiefs and since we know the Chiefs can do, um, can make a miraculous comeback as they have before. Um, I really didn't let up hope that I didn't. It took me a while to like believe that this game was really over. Well, it took me to about like mid, like I'd say like five or six minutes left in the third quarter. Then I thought it was over. But in a vac in a vacuum, this game should have felt like it was over earlier. But it, like you said, it is the Chiefs, and we all expect right. them to make miraculous comebacks. And because they've done it before, they've done it plenty of times, even in the postseason. So, yeah, we all thought it was still in reach, but we probably, you know, if it wasn't the Chiefs, we wouldn't be thinking that. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. But I, I, I think around, you know, a little past halfway in the third quarter, I'm like, okay, this is probably not going to happen. Uh, and you know, it was the worst case scenario for all my bets. All of my bets had the chiefs in them. 
Chiefs money line, Chiefs minus three, except one, uh, which was it was your Bucks parlay, but that didn't hit. Yeah, I did a Bucks parlay just so if the if the Bucks won like they did, I would have something to to root for. Um, I can't find what it was exactly, but anyway, it didn't it didn't work out. Is what what well, yeah? I think it was Godwin. Godwin over yards and Evans touchdown didn't hit, but I think I had yeah. Fournette yards and touchdown, which did, and Bucks money line. So whatever, it was a total disaster in terms of the betting ends for myself, and I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people probably had the Chiefs and a lot of parlays. So yeah, it didn't work out. Um, another thing on the game, I mean, I you thought the Chiefs would win, I thought the Chiefs would win, um. But I think the biggest takeaway from the game, uh, from an X's and O's standpoint, I guess, is really showed how important an offensive line is. Um, I believe I've said it on here, or I just say it a lot. But after watching the 2019 Steelers, it really, um, I've become a big believer in that the stability of a team relies on an offensive line and a defense. And two things that the Steelers both had in 2019. We finished eight and eight, had no business finishing eight and eight with our quarterback play and wide receivers being out and all, all that. But anyway, um, as we know, the chiefs had um, pretty significant offensive line uh, injuries. And that definitely showed as we saw Mahomes running around. It felt like every play he was running around. Um, I, this is, I saw a stat. I don't know if you, you saw it, but. I forget where I saw it, but Mahomes ran a total of 497 yards to avoid the Bucks' pass rush. Yeah, I think only like 30-something rushing yards on the game. Like, so, yeah, no, yeah, right. Oh, I know, 30, I'm just like, just saying the majority of that was backwards. Yeah, backwards and around, yeah. And Bowles, Todd Bowles, Bucks defensive coordinator, sent, uh, sent the house. He blitzed 29 times, which is a Super Bowl record. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, like you said, it it was definitely a bigger problem than we all realized. I mean, I think we said it, and a couple other people did say it as well, of how no Mitchell Schwartz or Eric Fisher and the doctor guy that opted out in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I I called this the beginning of the season. The Chiefs O-line was my who's to blame, remember? I don't remember that, but I get, okay. I forget his name too. The doctor opted out because that was the only weakness I found that they had, were missing a starting offensive lineman. So right. I said offensive line is there who's to blame. So it's come full circle, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm the a last guru. game of the season, and it was the biggest problem. So right. Yeah, he was under duress the whole game. Uh, I thought they Kansas City would try to get the ball out like a little like quicker than they did, like throw a little bit more screen passes, but. I don't know. I feel like Mahomes is trying to drop back and evade the rush and create magic, and you can't do that consistently in a game. That can, that can only be happen on, you know, on occasion. So right. you can't really rely on that. And yeah, Todd Bowles, as you mentioned, had a fantastic game plan, uh, blitzed a record amount, and uh, he's he's just a great he's a great coordinator. I I said it, um, you know, I've said it before. But I think some people just are just meant to be coordinators, not head coaches. So. I feel like that's really where he thrives. And yep. maybe maybe he could be a good head coach. I mean, the Jets, you know, 
who who really would be a good head coach with the Jets. So it's really tough yeah. there. He wasn't really given a fair shot. <laughs> That's true. And uh, I have to credit. Are you, are you are you insinuating that Adam Gase should be given another shot? No. <laughs> I, I can't t- TJ's the one who did bring that up. He, I, I said how, you know, he really thrives in a coordinator role and TJ's like, well, you know, the jets aren't really a place where you can have optimal chance for success. So maybe that's not, right. you know, a fair assessment. So we'll see. Yep. I, he's definitely going to stay in Tampa Bay for the, for the next season. Um, but if their defense is dominant again, maybe he will get another shot at being a head coach. Uh, we will see. Uh, if we go to the other side of the ball, Tampa Bay's offense, you know, Brady looked like he was in control the whole game. They were very well balanced. Brady only threw 29 times, completed 21 passes, just over 200 yards, three touchdowns, no uh, interceptions, and just a very balanced with Fournette and Ronald Jones. They had 145 rushing yards of the team. Fournette had gotten in the end zone. So, I mean, that game goes exactly how you plan it and would want to if you're a member of the Bucks. So just an all all around dominating performance. And uh yeah, I don't I don't really know what to say. Gronk on the end zone twice. And yeah, that's what I, I wanted to mention the that. Zone. Um the Brady Gronk connections I just love what I mean now that they're off the Patriots, it's I really like I just love watching it. It's it's really cool to watch. I mean they he I think it was after his first touchdown they flashed the stat on the screen. Uh, the 13th playoff touchdown between the two. So are they at 14 now? Or maybe it is, maybe it's whatever, 13 or 14 playoff touchdowns between the two of them, which is the most in NFL history. That's really cool. And I, I mean, I love Gronk. He's always been my best tight end of all time. And that will never change. Well, we'll see. You know, <laughs> isn't it crazy how Chiefs doesn't score a touchdown? I think Matt Patrick Mahomes was like honestly like two for twelve at one point and to start the game or something crazy like that. Yet Travis Kelsey just still has an amazing. I mean, I know it was guard; they had to throw and everything, but still like ten catches, one hundred thirty-three yards. That's what Kelsey finished with. Like he doesn't matter like what happens in the game if they're up, they're down. He's right. always going to be like it's just I don't know. I didn't know words <laughs> for that. So yeah, I know you're a little bit biased and. Yeah, Gronk may probably had the, the most dominant stretch of a tight end in NFL history, but we'll see what Kelsey finishes with his career. I could take Kelsey. You could take him? <laughs> in a tight end off. <laughs> the tight end battle. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I mean, the Bucks could be back here next year, too. Yeah. I mean, they... Um... Off of my head, I'm just trying to think of Godwin's free agent, Levante David, as well. I think I saw a report today Levante David is looking to be the highest paid uh, linebacker. So that's interesting. And I forget their cap situation as well. I think they have a pretty good cap situation. I have that up right now. They do. Yeah, they're seventh. Yeah, that's in good. cap space. Yeah, so they could very well be back. I mean, I, who else would probably be the biggest threat? Green Bay. They also got to sign Shaquille Barrett as well. I'm yeah. Remembering now. Um, yes, Green Bay and the NFC at least. Yeah, probably the Packers. Los Angeles. And yeah, Packers and Rams with Stafford now. Maybe the 49ers. 
Yeah, if their defense gets healthy, that's a good point. Yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting. They should be the favorite, I feel like, at this point. So to start the season, obviously they won the the Super Bowl. So right, um, they should they could very well be back. The Chiefs could obviously very well be back, and we could see this next year. <laughs> well, okay. I would hope it's I would I would hope it's better. Obviously, um, anything else in the game? I did forget to say that Antonio Brown's route was pretty nasty. That was such a good route on his touchdown. Um, I saw, I heard something today that he, did he run the wrong route? I don't know. It looked, it looked really cool. What was I? I think I was listening to that he ran. Um, it looked like it was ran, run perfectly. I don't know. I don't know. And maybe that was. I don't know. I thought I heard today that he ran the wrong route, but that's probably malarkey. That is utter malarkey. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty fantastic. So. Um, yeah, Antonio Brown scored and he won the Super Bowl, but whatever, man. Le'Veon didn't play at all, too. Yeah, not a single snap. I don't think so. I don't know about snap, I, but he definitely didn't have any carries. Yeah, I don't remember. Him I don't even remember seeing him on the field. So, right. And, you know, I think Clyde played well for considering the game flow. What were his stats? Do you have the stats up? Because I, there were a few plays where I thought he looked good. Nine carries for 64 yards. That's a 7.1 average. That's good. Yeah. Long of 26 yards. He had two catches for 23 yards as well. So he had 97 total yards on 11 touches in a game where they got blown out. You know, so I think my, my, my call of him playing really well in the bright lights, I think was good under the circumstances. True. Yeah. He definitely, he beat his yards total. I know he didn't get in the end zone, but he did beat his yards total by, I think he doubled it. I think it was like 30. So wow. he did play well. Gives me hope going into next year, and we'll see what happens there. I was rocking a Clyde jersey during the game. Nice. All right. So I guess that's all we have to say on the 2020-2021 NFL season. Above all else, I'm just glad that we got all the games in. No cancellations right. of the game. That's pretty remarkable. 256 regular season games. And, uh, you know, because it just I know we've said it before and I'll say it one last time, but it's just pretty crazy. And I was really worried for a while there. So they did a great job. And I think we've gotten over the worst of it in terms of that, in terms of scheduling and yeah, all things in that realm. Definitely. Yep. All right. So we'll, we'll get into some potential trades here, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show for Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz. Uh, we have four potential destinations for Deshaun Watson and three for Carson Wentz. And I came up with the scenarios for Wentz. Jack came up with the ones for Watson. And for the Watson ones, he's going to try to convince me to take the deal if I'm the other GM and then vice versa for Carson Wentz. I'm going to try to convince him to take the deal. So uh, we can start with Deshaun Watson. And who who's on the phone first here? Who do we got on the line? Um, hello, Mr. Chris Greyer. I I don't know what team I'm managing. Sorry, I don't I don't know who, who is that. <laughs> He's the Dolphins GM. It could okay. be Greer. I don't know. It's G R I E R. That's probably Greer. Okay, that was bad. Let's start over. How did you pronounce my last name? I said Greyer because it's G R I E R. All right, sorry, no deal. <laughs> Let's start this hey. over. Uh, Mr. Greer. How are Hello. you? <laughs> I'm doing well. A little sad we didn't make the playoffs this year. Um, 
you know, double digit wins, but I think we're heading the right direction. Well, how, what can I do you for today? In the dire- in the right direction, you say? Yeah. Um, there's, I know around the league, there's some mixed feelings about your uh, quarterback of the future. Where do you stand on that? Well, I think Mr. Tugavaloa is a fine young man. Uh, I think he, you know, it's tough being a rookie quarterback in the NFL, and I think he showed a lot of promise. He's very mature. He's a great leader. His teammates love him. I love him. And I think he can develop into a fine young quarterback. I think he's got a lot of the intangibles down. Okay. I kind of like Tua. Sorry, Mr. Tagovailoa. How yeah, about address him properly? Thank you. How about I offer you a top three quarterback hmm. in exchange for Mr. Tagovailoa and some draft picks? Okay. That's enticing, but I, clearly depends on the type of draft picks. You know, that's very vague. Right. Let's not beat around the bush. What draft picks are we talking about? Well, um, we regrettably uh, would like our own draft pick back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no offense here, sir, but, you know, <laughs> it sounds a little desperate. I, I don't even call you out like that, but... I'll just give it to you straight. We'd like Tua, the third overall pick, your first round pick this year, and your first round pick next year. What do you say, Mr. Greer? Can I call you Chris? Yeah, you can call me Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is a lot, let me tell you. I mean, three three first round picks, including the third overall pick, is no joke. Um... But it's Deshaun Watson. You see what he's done with our garbage team the past couple years when he's healthy? Again, sir, I mean, it is no secret that Deshaun appears to be frustrated with your organization. So, I mean. You went, you had 10 wins. Imagine what you do with Watson. That's your, his floor has got to be 11 or 12. Right. With your, with your de- scoring defense and, you know, the other stuff you got going on. Yeah, that, that is fair. I know Deshaun Watson is, is a great, great talent in the league. Um, but, you know, I think Tua, you know, may, maybe he will never reach Deshaun Watson level, if we're being quite honest. But I think he can lead us to where we need to go and we'd be able to keep all that draft capital. So, I don't know, three first round picks seems like a lot. I know Deshaun Watson warrants, you know, some some hefty payment, but... I don't know. I, th- I think we could be okay. We're set where we're at. So you're declining to a third overall, your first and first next year? I think I'm declining. All right, screw you. I'm calling Bill. <laughs> okay, talk to Bill. Have a good day. <laughs> and see. Right. Okay, so that, let's break it down, Hogline Nation. Uh, <laughs> that was between the Dolphins and the Texans. Uh, and... I declined. Uh, Mr. Greer, the Dolphins GM, declined that deal. Tua, uh, the third overall pick, the Dolphins pick, which is what, 18? I think so. And the 2022 first. Um, all right, we'll, we'll move on to the next franchise. Who do we got here on the phone? Um, I'm calling Bill. New England. Oh, Billy B. Yes. All right. Um, 
Hello, Mr. Belichick. Good evening. <laughs> Boy, do I have an offer for you. Let me paint the picture first. Paint it. <laughs> so in 2020, you did not, you didn't perform up to the Patriot standards, the Patriot way, may I say. Correct? Wasn't our year. We'll be back. Uh, right. I agree. You're all your, I mean, you had, I believe, four opt outs Brandon Bolden, Donta Hightower, Patrick Chung, Marcus Cannon for your defense in particular. They're all coming back. And, you know, that core defense in 2019, that was at the tops. Um, uh, your offensive line is decent. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that, Bill? <laughs> we have an elite unit. Right. <laughs> Oh, your offensive line's decent. Um, More than decent. Yeah, I, I sure. Um, Patrick Mahomes had our O line. We he would have definitely won the Super Bowl. Right. Um, you can suck it. <laughs> you're the in cap in cap terms. You're the fourth best team. You know you got a lot of money to spend. And um, in I my know. opinion, you should go out and get a you know, maybe a passing option for a fine new quarterback that I may be sending your way. Cam will not be back next year. Right. So you looks like you need a quarterback. And boy, do I have one for you. Um, Mr. Deshaun Watson's on the trading block, if you haven't heard. I don't, I believe you're, you're not on, I don't know if you're on the internet or not, but uh, Watson is available. I stay off the internet. <laughs> and um, I just watch film in my my spare time. <laughs> I would like to offer you Deshaun, Mr. Watson, for your 2021 first and second, 2022 first and 23 first. Now, let me when, before you say anything, I'm gonna be honest, Bill. I'm gonna give it to you straight. You can't draft. You haven't hit on a first rounder since Dante Hightower in 2012. I'm giving, that's just the honest truth. I know you, you like the truth. You know, I don't like to, we don't like to dance around the truth in New England, but you can't draft. So why not, instead of, you know, drafting a first rounder like Nikhil Harry, spend it on a franchise quarterback, possibly he could be, go down as the best quarterback in Patriots history, you know, when it's all said and done. So. Tell me one more time the offer. I'll give you, Mr. Watson, the 2020 passing leader, may I add, for your 21 first and second, 22 first, and 23 first. If you made that 23 first, the 2022 20, second, then we have a deal. We both know you can't take on that contract. You can't give him what he wants financially. I can do that. Watson? Yeah. Aren't we the ones paying him right now? Why can we not afford it? We're the one who gave him the contract. Yeah, I could be able to pay anyone else. Uh, all right. I'll, uh, I'll get back to you after I make a few more phone calls, Bill. Okay. All right. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Bill, uh, the discussions are being tabled. So, 
but that offer that is on the table right now is Watson for 21 first and second, 22 first and second. Correct. Okay. All right. In reality, um, I don't think the Patriots are going to make a push for Watson. I, I, I think I saw an article where they're, they're not in talks. But I, maybe that actually maybe that was Wentz. I don't know. It just makes sense. I don't know. It, it like I think they should, you know. Oh, you, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think that I I would I would consider it definitely. But they need to sign someone else. They, they, they can't have Deshaun Watson throwing to Jacoby Myers. Yeah, and Watson comes in and um they could bring in a an Allen Robinson. I don't know if they can afford they could probably afford that. They got a lot of money. Bring in Allen Robinson and Hunter Henry. Sure. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't know if they can afford that. Taking on okay. Watson's contract, Allen Robinson and Hunter Henry. Maybe right, if they settle can. for Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Okay, we'll settle for Al, just Allen Robinson. You don't believe in Devin and Asiasi? No, I don't. <laughs> All right. Um All right, who's next? Who's next? Uh I'm gonna call Scott Fitterer. Okay, Mr. Fitterer. I think I pronounced his name right. Sure. Do you know who you're managing, Mr. Fitterer? No, I don't. It's, it's the Panthers. It's the Panthers. <laughs> okay. All right. He just got hired like last week or oh, like okay. a few weeks ago. All right. Hello, Mr. Fitterer. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's happy to be get this job here in Carolina, you know, moving the wife and kids down. Um, yeah, how's the move going? It's going, it's going pretty well. It's going pretty well. Um, you like yeah, the warm I'm, weather? Is it warm there? Where, where is it warmer than your old hometown? Uh, my old hometown in, uh, yeah, Vancouver, Canada was pretty, um, <laughs> pretty cold up there, cold winters. And, you know, it's not particularly warm down here in Cal- Carolina, um, but it's a nice change. It's definitely more humid. Thanks for asking. Uh, that's great. So um, I don't know if you heard, but. Um, oh, I heard. What'd you, we, uh, we have a quarterback who is. Uh, Who's on the trading block? That's very nice. I like quarterbacks. Think about drafting one in the draft. (laughs) Right. Okay. Well, maybe you should uh, hold off on that because Deshaun Watson's a premier talent that you don't have to develop and uh, plug right into your offense with McCaffrey coming back next year. Um, Maybe you could, uh, you know, resign, I believe, Anderson. And Samuel are both free agents. Bring one of them back at least. You still have DJ Moore, obviously. That could be, dare I say, the most electric offense in the league with Watson in there. That'd be pretty electric. I'm not gonna lie. Right. So, um, my offer for you. Uh, Let's hear it. I'm gonna give you Watson. What I want in return. I want. I want Teddy you know, to bridge that gap while we're uh, bringing in a new quarterback, the quarterback of our franchise for the future. And I'd like uh, your first, your 22 first and 23 first. So um, that's my offer, you know, make a big splash, you know, in your, uh, your new position in the gym chair. What do you, uh, what do you think? Give me some, give me some thoughts, Mr. Fitterer. Well, Mr. Bridgewater is a fine young man. Um, he's been through a lot in his career. You know, yes. obviously, 
was told he may never play football again. Um, right. Took a long time off and he's been a fine mentor for our, for our young guys in the, in the room, in the locker room. Uh, you know, that's what I've been told actually. Cause I just okay. got here. You did um, just get in there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I've been watching him all the way up from the great uh, white North up there in Vancouver. So um, yeah, Teddy's great. Um, you know, I, I think that that's a fair offer. I love Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is, is, is great, great quarterback. Uh, he can definitely alter uh, the course of a franchise and push us into the next level. And especially, you know, looking at our division here, I know our division rival, the Bucks, just won the Super Bowl. So, you know, got to compete with them. The Saints, you know, looks like they may be going through some changes next year in Atlanta. Eh. Uh, but... <laughs> May I add? I know you're you're not a local, but um, Mr. Watson was once beloved in the Carolinas not too long ago. He brought a championship to the Carolinas at. I might, uh, might have to bring him home. In Death Valley, right? So um, just you know, good for the fan base. You know, like fill your, those seats. Yeah, like like your offer a lot. I like your offer a lot. Um, let's do it. All right. Um, may I, I'm just going to touch base with my team back in Houston and I'll, uh, I'll get back to you. Thank you. All right. Bye Scott. <laughs> Cause Scott's a weirdo. <laughs> I just tried to be like the exact opposite of Bill Belichick there. <laughs> and also I looked it up while you were talking. Uh, you're pretty close with Vancouver. He's from Seattle. Okay. Wow. <laughs> anywhere in the world or United States at least. That's pretty crazy. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, Deshaun Watson, Christian McCaffrey seems crazy. Yeah. That seems crazy. I mean, I, if Deshaun Watson went to the Panthers, what would the record be? Would they win the NFC South? I mean, I believe their offensive lines like middle of the pack and their defense is like middle of the pack, low end, you know, um, I looked at like, just pure like rushing and passing yards and touchdowns let up and they were like middle to low in all those categories um yeah their defense isn't great and yeah so but i mean they still have second round pick you know like yeah i it it is kind of scary um with all these deals really uh giving up three years worth of picks like if I think like if you're a team like the Jets or the Dolphins, that's you know you have two firsts in a year. So if it does, if it, for some reason Deshaun Watson doesn't work out, and like you're kind of like screwing yourself with picks, like at least you only kind of give up a year, and then if you have to maybe give up a second year, but three years is kind of like a long time to like really set yourself back if it doesn't work out. Um, so that's right. why like when I was being Belichick, I kind of want I I wanted to make it like only two years where I'm really giving up picks kind of, you know what I mean? Right. So giving up three years worth, like in three different draft classes is a little tough. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't know. It's going to be different when we get into Wentz in a couple minutes here, but for Watson, I feel like you got to get somewhere close to that. Which is, I mean, if you just going off the Stafford deal as a, you know, sets the, that sets the precedent for what Watson's going to be worth. And Stafford was golf and two firsts. So you got to think that uh, Watson is like 
It's different. Watson's got to be three. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. All right, I got one more phone call to make. All right. I have to do my due diligence in New York. We're going to call Mr. McCagnan. M-A-C-C-A-G-N-A-N, McCagnan. Good enough with me. All right. Uh, hello, Mike. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, it's good to hear. I uh, I know you guys are having some trouble up there in New York at the moment. Um, it was a rough year. Rough year. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, I uh, like to th- uh, just let you know that Deshaun Watson is available, and I do have a trade offer for you. All right, let's hear it. Let's get um, to it. Fast pace in New York here. We gotta gotta hear gotta 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 get an appointment. So we'll, don't keep me waiting. <laughs> right. Okay. Of course. Um, so uh, Deshaun Watson for Sam Darnold, the second overall pick, the your pick, also Seattle's first in twenty twenty one. And just Seattle's first in 2022. That still leaves you with your first round, your own first rounder in 2022 and all your other draft capital in the remaining rounds. Um, Initial thoughts. Send it over. I'm not playing. Send it over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So uh, we do have another suitor, so I will get back to you. But um, I'm glad to know that that offer is on the table for us at this time. So thank you, uh, Mike. I wish your family well and everything going on in New York. Yeah, you too. You too. Don't keep me waiting. Don't keep me waiting. All right, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... well, okay, first of all, um, I forgot what your name was in all four of those scenarios. So <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know my name either. I'm supposed to be the, the Texans GM. I don't I didn't even look that up. I looked Do they have a one. GM? I don't I don't know. Wasn't Bill O'Brien the GM and No, they 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 hired someone new. I forget his name. Okay. <laughs> I, I the whole time I'm like, I I don't remember his name. So I, I didn't yeah, I didn't introduce it. myself in any of these calls. Right. So um <laughs> that was poor planning. Yeah, so, I, I really like that deal from the Jets because I mean, uh, do you what? What's the Jets' cap space? I think that they have really they have a lot, right? Um, I have that up here. Uh, yeah, they're third in cap space. Yeah, so they have a ton, and I really like. Yeah, you give up two first this year and whatever, but and especially because they 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 have all of their picks for twenty twenty two in that situation, right? Because you're just getting you're just and they don't get they leave Sam Darnold out the other way, but yeah. Yeah, I really like that. I know it's the number two pick, though, and I don't know. I, I just think, like, I'd rather have I'd rather have Deshaun Watson than Justin Fields. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And I know you, you, have, you have a chance to make another impact player, but you have a lot of cap space, and you can sign. I know the report came out today that they're interested in Will Fuller and Juju, so they're definitely eyeing up, like, other receivers and – yeah, they need to upgrade a little bit, but I think their offensive line, like with Beckton, and I think it's nah, starting to play a little bit. I don't bit know. Better. Their offensive line's pretty bad in my I They have a lot of money. They just gotta like utilize yeah. it, you know? I right. Just the only just 
drawback for like why the Jets may be hesitant is that they have so many other needs. Like their like their linebackers are awful. You know, they traded as Avery Avery Williamson and they left them with nothing. Like they're they need help their defense tremendously. All right, like but they, I, I I just think this trade I, I like this better than the Carolina one. Um for who? Into if I'm the Jets, like me acting as okay Vancouver dude, and then adding and acting as uh, the Jets GM. I like I was more excited for the Jets because, like I like I said, you keep all your 2022 stuff, so it's really like you're not really losing out on it, actually. Um, yeah, it's just I mean, yeah. And I know they have a lot of holes, but I think I mean a, a lot of the Jets' problems is because they did not, you know, it was a, it was a mess towards there at the end with Gase. Like, I really don't think they believed in him and they just really didn't have a direction. I really like Robert Sala a lot. So I think that he provides a great culture. He's more defensive minded. Gase was, was more offensive minded. So yeah, they don't, their this talent is still an issue, but I feel like they're more defensive focused now. And yeah, it's, it's really not a great skill positions either, but do have a lot of money. Uh, Crowder's good for what he does he obviously can't be your number one receiver but if he's like right. your slot number two and then maybe Denzel Mims could show Mims gonna up. break out yeah, yeah bring well, especially with Watson he has a better chance of doing that so yeah I think it makes a lot of sense and yeah they don't have they have no running game they have LaMichael Pirine and Frank Gore if he resigns but right they need you a, can find they, a running back anywhere that's that's proven with uh Mr. James Robinson proved that this year so you can find a running back in any portion of the way, a cheap guy or um, a later round pick. So running backs, I'm not really worried about if I'm them. And I think Becton played really well this year and they have a lot of money. So they have a lot of room to work with. And, you know, Watson is the crazy thing about all this and we'll wrap up Watson here, but uh, he's still like, he's so young. Like he's going right. to play for 10 more years. Yeah. Assuming he doesn't get hurt. So at the minimum, like he'll only be like what 35, 36 at that point. He could play, he could play till he's for 15 more years. So, you know, you're getting, I know, whatever, their teams are probably looking at rookies now. Um, but it's just, you know, Watson is the, is a surefire thing. So you just got to keep them happy and don't be it, you know, and now we're not in our, our roles here, but just don't be an idiot like Mr. Houston GM. Uh, so, <laughs> And you're going to be fine. Like, at least you're going to be like, I don't know. I'm just a big, big proponent of just trying to like, you know, just get rid of your draft cattle for It's Deshaun Watson. Like, right. Do yeah. It. So if I'm one of these teams and it is a little tough because you, I don't know, Houston shouldn't have much leverage because everyone knows that they, you know, he's not happy there. So right. again, We'll wrap things up here with Watson, but it it is kind of a mess, and this thing could linger for a while. And I even saw a report that he's willing to potentially sit out games. Really? Wow. Yeah, I didn't see that. So apparently, he's very serious about never putting on a Texan uniform again. Old. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, as we get into these Carson Wentz um, role play situations for. Uh, mock trades, but I there there I don't know you probably got it too, but a Bleacher Report notification saying the Bears are growing impatient about Carson Wentz and they think that the Eagles overvalue him. 
So I think the report came out a couple days ago that the Bears may be the favorite to land Wentz. Um, but we'll see. All right. We'll see All what right. happens. But so we officially were having uh, Deshaun to the Jets. Okay. The, the, you accepted the Jets deal? Yeah. Darnold in three firsts is better than Teddy in three firsts, especially one of those first being the Jets' second overall pick. And then Bill just offered me a first and a second, a first and a second in 21-22. So, yeah, the Jets offer is the best. And Chris Greer can shove it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So for Carson Wentz, uh, here we go. All right. Um, how I'm Howie Roseman, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, sorry. Who am I calling here with the the the? Who are you Colts? going first? Colts, Indianapolis. Uh, Chris Ballard. Okay, that's who I thought it was. Okay. Hello, Mr. Ballard. Yes. Who's this? Uh, this is Howie Roseman with the Philadelphia Eagles. How you doing? Ah, Howie, I'm doing well. Good Great. to hear from you. Yeah. What? What? Uh, why are you calling? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as you may have heard, um, Carson Wentz, uh, a little bit unhappy here in Philadelphia. We had a rough year last year, clearly. Um, we had our sights set on the postseason and beyond. Uh, didn't quite work out. Um, so we're we're looking to potentially gain some value for him. You know, we have. A uh, young guy in Jalen Hurts that showed some flashes this year, and we think we it may be better for both parties, us and Mr. Wentz, if he was um, both kind of agreed that it may be better for both of us if we parted ways. So we're looking to potentially shop him here. Uh, and I got a trade offer for you that I think may be um, very intriguing for you to hear, especially since, you know, um, Philip retired this year, and, you know, you may be looking uh, elsewhere at the quarterback position. So I just figured I'd... Uh, you know, offer this to you if, if you're ready for, for what I have to say. Yeah, hit me with it. All right. So what I'm thinking here is uh, we, you know, we give you Carson Wentz and we give you a 2022 third round pick. Okay. Okay. So you get Wentz and a little bit of draft capital there next year. Yep. Um, and in exchange, I think uh, it'd be fair what I want is a 2021 first your pick this year, which is 21st overall, uh, a 2022 second and Paris Campbell. So just to review, you get Wentz and a third next year. And I get a uh, pick 21 this year, 2020, a, a second next year and Paris Campbell. What are your, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking? You make a compelling argument. Okay. And I'm going to do it. That's I like great. the offer. That's awesome. I know Carson and uh, Mr. Reich have a, have a good relationship from a couple years ago. So I think yeah. um, I genuinely do believe that this could be, this could work out for, for us, for you, for Carson, for everyone. So right. glad to hear going to uh, do my due diligence, but I will get back to you very shortly. Thank you very much, Howie. We'll be in touch. Awesome, Chris. Have, have a great day.
You too. Happy holiday. You too. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. I love you. <laughs> All right. So I think that worked out really well. And I, I think a lot of these... Um, I, I read some articles uh, and they all had Wentz going for a lot more than I kind of think here. And, you know, you'll, we'll get into the last two here, but I really do like, I don't know. I really don't think you, they could get much like two first. I really don't think that's in the question. No, maybe that's what they're asking. Cause I've seen a lot of reports that the Eagles, that a lot of teams are feeling like they are wanting too much for them. Yeah, I saw that they want a Matt Stafford type package, which I don't think you can ask for that right now. You really can. I think, I mean, I do think he got, he definitely garners a, a, a first. So I think yeah. one and a little bit more is fair. You know what yeah, I Yeah, I wrote down for the Colts, I'd give up my 21 first and then maybe the 21 second. Yeah. So, I mean, I when I wrote there, I mean, obviously the Eagles need a little bit of help at receiver. Yeah, a lot of mock drafts have them getting Smith or Chase or someone. So I think, you know, Paris Campbell. He's been hurt a lot, but at least he's he's something to get back in the deal. I think the the Colts is the best fit. Like I really like Carson Wentz. The Colts, um, they're the Colts have a good defense. Um, their offensive line's like the best in football. Um, and I just think that. Coach the whole trusts. what coach he trusts yes exactly the whole frank Reich dynamic he was his offensive coordinator as a rookie and second year which his second year in 2017 was his mvp campaign season before he got hurt so if there's anyone who can fix him i think it's frank Reich, and i'm optimistic once can be fixed um once he leaves philly so i just really like the fit and if a fixed carson wentz on the Colts, like I think this this is a top team in the AFC because and, I think they they're second best in cap space as well. So right. bring in Wentz. I think you they if they bring in Wentz, re-sign Jacoby Brissett. I know like I he's okay. I think Brissett is like a good backup to have, like a decent backup to have. Well, we um, don't want Wentz to get too. Uh, we don't want yeah. We don't want the whole backup quarterback complex to mess with them. But I mean, you know. I'm optimistic for Wentz and when he, once he leaves Philly, but you do have to, there is some risk, you know, he didn't look good last year. Um, so um, I'm sure Reich would make that clear to him. If that were the case, you know, you're the clear starter, but we just need a backup. Um, so, and then also, as I mentioned, they're the second best in cast space in the league. Um, Resign Brissett for cheap as a backup quarterback, whatever that warrants. And then uh, bring in a, re- a receiver for him because I T.Y. is a free agent, and I don't like T.Y. at this point in his career anyway. You know, bring in a, one of these free agent wide receivers and or tight end. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I like it too. All right, so we're calling Ryan Pace now, right? Yeah. Hello, Mr. Pace. How you doing? What's up, Howie? <laughs> Hoto, what? <laughs> um, What's like this? I mean, bass. <laughs> Uh, well, I I have a great offer for you, sir. What is it? <laughs> uh, so, you know, I'm a straight shooter. I'm just going to give it to you straight here. Uh, I, I want to give Carson Wentz to you. Um, Why do I want Carson Wentz? 
he's a he's a quarterback who's relatively young. Uh, obviously, you you made the playoffs this year. Um, just got in, and I think you know I think you were a little bit inhibited by your quarterback play. Would you would you say that? Is that fair to say? I mean, my my O line's a mess. <laughs> Allen's probably gone. All right, can't. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't. I mean, a quarterback play isn't isn't great in Chicago historically, but I mean the the O line and wide receiver help is is also pretty pertinent right now. So I I don't I don't have too much not not too much money to spend over here in Chicago too. Right. I know you're you're twentieth uh, in the league in cap space, which is you know not not ideal, but you know some other teams are worse worse off than you. Um, listen, I, I think Matt Nagy, I was a great hire a couple of years ago. Um, I think he's a great coach, great offensive mind. Um, I think, you know, as I've, we've had discussion with Carson, we really do think that it would be mutually beneficial, um, if he went somewhere else and we moved on and, you know, we, we're kind of at, at peace with that. And I think that you're, you're a place where he could thrive and I think he could really help your franchise out. So let, let me just say the offer real quick here. Um, Carson Wentz. So, sorry, this is what you'd be receiving. Carson Wentz, the 70th overall pick this year, which is a third-round pick, our third, and a 2022 fifth. So you get Wentz plus two extra, you know, later round, mid-round picks. And in exchange, um, your first this year, which is pick 20, a 2022 second, and um, you can bring Mr. Foles back here to where he won the Super Bowl. What do you say? I'm going to need that one more time. You get Wentz, 2021 third, and a 2022 fifth. And we get your first this year, which is pick 20, 2022 second, and Nick Foles. So first, second, Foles for Wentz, third, and the fifth. What do you say? Yeah, I can't do that at this time. Really, is it, what about the deal kind of stands out to you? Is there anything else that we could, uh, you know, work on? I just have I just too many other holes to fill. I, I you know, Wentz isn't going to fix all my problems. Okay, well, that's fair. Um, you know, our talks are moving rather quickly. So if there's something you think you'd rather, you know, add to that takeaway or a counteroffer, you can... Um, you have my number now, so you can uh, call me. And but I, I did. I do have to fully disclose that the talks are moving quickly. So if you know you can think fast, you can let me know. All right, thanks, Howie. Okay, have a good night, Ryan. Kick rocks, hippie. <laughs> Dude, that was. Oh God, that was so tough. I could not. <laughs> Please don't do. A... Please don't do a weird voice for. Uh... <laughs> Whoever the Broncos, <laughs> I don't think I can. I don't think I can take it. <laughs> I need to look up what Ryan Pace looks like because he pro, he definitely doesn't talk like that. I mean, I just want to see what he looks like because he probably just has no shot at having a voice like that. Yeah, he's like a younger guy, <laughs> <laughs> like this clean cut younger guy. <laughs> Jeez, that's so funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right, so we have the last team here. Uh, it's the Denver Broncos. Who, who am I calling? Uh, George Patton. George Patton? Patton, P-A-T-O-N. He's also new. He's just been hired. Okay, all right, cool. Hello, Mr. Patton. 
Hey. How you doing today? How's um how's the new transition to Denver? You know, Denver's cool and all, but I, I miss my friends at home. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> well, George, I'm uh sorry to hear that. Um you know, you can, you know, it's, it's 2021. You can always zoom your friends. Um, you can give them a call. Yeah, I'm liking this zoom thing. I've been zooming a lot. <laughs> yeah. Zoom's great. We have a lot of zoom meetings here this year. Um, yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I know you're busy. Um, moving to Denver and all missing your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Um, but I have a trade offer for you. I know, um, Ooh. Drew Lock. <laughs> Let's talk to football, man. I know Drew Locke didn't, um, you know, he, I know you're new and everything. You weren't close to the situation last year, but, um, it looks like Drew wasn't really up to your standards, um, as an organization. I know you were just in the Super Bowl, uh, five years ago, and that's not too long ago. So I know you'd no like to get back to that place. Um, and I've got an offer for you that maybe could um, change things around for you. So you you willing to hear? Yeah, hit me with it, man. <laughs> um, so you'd be receiving uh, Mr. Carson once, you know, um, and we would also throw in a 2022 third and fourth round pick. In exchange, uh, we'd want your first this year, which is pick nine, and your second this year, which is pick 40. What are your initial thoughts? Uh, so my first this year and second this year for Mr. Wentz. And what was what were the other uh, draft picks attached to that? Third and fourth in 2020, 2022. Um, just, so just so, you, just so we're all clear, and I know you just got there and everything. Right. Uh, you do have the 11th most cast space in the league. So just, just to throw it in there, 11th. Oh, no, I did my research, and I think I have the 12th, if I'm not mistaken. But, okay. You know, all around right. that range, yeah. My apologies. Um, you know, I like, I, I'm sure Carson Wentz is a very nice guy. Um, and my, I, I, um, I'm, li- I'm a little tentative on bringing him in, though, because, uh, you know, I have a good old line. And it's a, I believe I'm, you know, five to 10 range, top, top five to 10 range in the offensive line. Um, you know, I, I have a, a good running back in Melvin Gordon. Um, and uh, Cortland Sutton's coming back. And um, Jerry Judy, a fine young man, he is. He he's he's uh, looking pretty promising. Um, but I don't know. Carson Wentz looked not that great last year, and uh, I don't know if I'm the one to f- if if we're the one to fix him here in Denver. Um, not big on Drew Locke, but uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to pass on your deal. Well, sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear about your friends back home. Uh, they probably missed you as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, I do, you know, although Carson did struggle a little bit last year and I'm going to have to, um, you know, eat a little bit of the humble pie here. And I think that may be a little bit of my doing and Doug's doing, um, you know, so maybe we didn't provide the best situation for him. Um, but you seem like a very competent, strong, young GM. Uh, and I think Thanks. that you could put the pieces around him. You already do have a promising young offense, as you laid out with Judy and Sutton and 
a deep running back room and a very good offensive line to protect um, your quarterback. And I don't know, I really do think he could be the missing piece for you. And I'm sorry, you know, we couldn't really work things out here. And again, um, you know, this is the last chance here. If there's anything you want to add to that, um, I'm willing to hear, but you know, I, I think, um, I don't know. So sorry, sorry, we couldn't things out. Yeah. And was, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to pass still. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I, I yeah, I got to go. My, uh, my wife's got dinner on the table. All right. So uh, have a good day, Mr. Howie. You too, Mr. Patton. All right. Bye. Bye. Jesus Christ. That was so <laughs> rough. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. That guy was a freaking weirdo. <laughs> now I gotta look at what George Patton looks like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What if he looks like the the big big aggressive guy that you? <laughs> yeah, okay, he kind of looks a little weird, <laughs> but he definitely doesn't talk like that. Okay, all right. Um, wow. All right, so that's all our teams, and uh, we're gonna send them to Indianapolis. Uh, that seemed like the most appropriate uh, deal. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think Wentz will definitely get moved soon. Seems like there's a lot of a lot of talks, a lot of rumors, a lot of movement. So we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, Colts does make a lot of sense, as you, as you mentioned earlier. What are you Wait looking at now? I'm doing some more. I'm, I'm doing some more looking here. On who? George Patton. I don't think George Patton is their, is their, is their GM. Oh, God. Who is it? No, yeah, George Patton. Bronco, Broncos hired George Patton their GM. Okay. All right. For a second, I was like, wait, is John, did I just impersonate John Elway? Is he the GM now? Okay. All right. We're good. Wow. That was hilarious. I was not expecting Ryan Pace to, uh, to bring out that. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, Wentz and Watson on the move, and we'll see what happens there. Yep. Should be a fun offseason. Uh, free agency kicks off in about a month. Uh, a lot of names. We'll, we'll we'll definitely have a whole free agency preview. You know all the positions we had it last year, I believe, in March. So we'll we'll come out with that again, predicting where we think these guys will sign. And um, by then, you know, Wentz will probably already be on a new team, maybe Watson too. So possibly we'll see what happens there. And um, yeah. Well, anyway, it's a sad uh, sad week. You know, football is over. It's not great. Right. But uh, going to be watching a lot of college basketball now. So yeah, we'll talk about that, that a little bit. Hopefully we get a, hopefully we get another March Madness, unless you know some some disease just pops up and they decide to shut everything down. Yeah, yeah. The last year was rough. Last year was rough. I can't go through that again. The, the <laughs> tournament needs to happen again, and that would be uh, yeah. I don't even want. Let's not even talk about that. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Hogline Podcast, and uh, we have an excite. We have some exciting news coming potentially next show, so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, and um, you can catch us next time, folks. Thank you for listening, and we'll we'll talk to you later. See you.